Hello and welcome to Law and Order S Review here on Fanversation. I am Yael Teagle. I'm so excited for today's very, very special episode of Law and Order S Review. As a reminder, uh, please reach out to Rain if you need help. Their number is 1-800-656-4673, 1-800-656-4673. Uh, if Taylor or Felicia were here, they would let you know that 4673 spells hope. So please reach out to Rain um, if you need help, if you need hope, they are there for you. Also, if you've never watched the Law & Order S Review podcast before, uh, sometimes the show goes dark and terrible things happen. And when that happens, we make light and we say some things that might not be great for everyone. So consider this your content warning. Uh, I am pretty sure I'm not going to say anything offensive today, but you never know. You never know. Literally on our show yesterday, I talked about how I would be okay with Alexander Koch kidnapping me. And I stand by that statement. Um, all right. So Today, very special episode. I am joined by my very good friend uh, who is in this episode, Reggie Lee, who played Paul Lee on this episode. Welcome, Reggie. Hey, my old dear friend. I'm so excited to talk to oh, you about this. <laughs> in cat ears, no less. Of course. There you go. There you I go. I to... love, uh, yeah, I think there's a lot of people that are in the same boat with you with Alexander Koch. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he can kidnap a lot of us and we'd be like, okay. He's such a good guy. He's a good dude. Um, let's talk about this episode. Uh, first and foremost, were you aware of the story that it was based on before you watched it? No. Or before you did it? No. no. I mean, I was told by the writers, this is actually kind of a true story. I mean, I read that, you know, they, it was kind of a uh, uh, a reunion with myself and, and Norberto Barba, who was our producing director on Grimm, who was the producing director uh, on Law & Order SVU and works um, uh, a lot with the showrunner there. So he had re they had offered me this role and they said, let me know, let us know if you like it, let us know. And I started reading and I went, oh, okay, there's, it's cool. And then I kept reading and I was like, oh, and then I kept reading and I kept going, oh, yeah, I have to do this. <laughs> I have to do this. I did not know it was a true story. Yeah. Did you know that? Oh, so there's a moment. I don't remember when it was um, where I think it was revealed that Nick slash Luke uh, had slept with Claire. And I went, oh, wait a second. If he slept with Paul, then I know exactly what story this is. <laughs> oh, yeah, I just kept getting texts saying, boy, that church guy gets around, doesn't he? <laughs> I mean, it's crazy when you think about it and you think about truth of that particular story. It was I was like, really? Are you serious? And, I, you know, they continued on this thing about basically that that subject matter of of um, abducting teens like that and people that try to get to them through their parents and whatnot. And. But this within this religious format is even more compelling. And I mean, leave it to SVU. I think they have some really quality. I mean, they just have amazing, amazing stories all the time. Yeah. Um, and they really do know how to take a real story and, and change it so that it's a little bit different. Mm -hmm. um, I believe the real story um, was they were Mormon. Um, yeah. And and this was a different sect. Um, how do you prepare for a role like this 
And does it involve Very you? <laughs> Did you and Alexander get together and hang out? Very quickly. I mean, no. I mean, it was, you know, it's one of those things where you have a history with these people and you meet them on set for like the first time and you've, you've got to have this entire backstory. You know, the first thing I literally do is like when I start working on stuff like this and I start preparing for stuff like this is I look up like who's what so I can see their faces so I can envision like having had a, some sort of whatever relationship, whether it's Virginia Call playing my wife, um, Isabella playing my daughter, you know, and it's it, or, or Alex, you know, in that regard. So because I then you have to get on there and, and, and it be as real as possible. But man, these actors are so good. And it was literally like almost, it felt, a it, it was never improv, it was never improv, but it felt almost like we were just talking and had this relationship. It, it helps when the other actors are top notch, especially these particular guest actors with Virginia and Alex. I mean, you know, Alex, I didn't have much interaction with except in the courtroom. <laughs> yep. Damn you. Uh, except in the courtroom, but you know, you had to have that history already there in your heart, in your mind, all of the above. Same with my wife, you know, same with my daughter. Uh, yeah. So that's, and you literally had like, I, I think, I think we closed it, closed the deal like on a, a Wednesday and they said, they said, you know, we're aiming to have you here on Sunday to shoot on Monday. And then Thursday I start getting messages going, we need you here Friday <laughs> so we can fit you to start on Monday. So I had a little time in New York and it was literally my first airplane ride since the pandemic. Wow. That in itself was harrowing, you know, so, but it was, it was a great experience to be back in New York, but yeah. So that was the preparation for, for this. And when we got there, you know, Virginia is just, I, we did a lot of scenes that were like just Virginia and I first in our apartment and you build that little by little, but all these things are happening. And it's, uh, you know, she's, she's just wonderful and just so present to work with that it was easy. I met Alex kind of like, I think that same day in the morning, uh, just on the van ride from the hotel. <laughs> hey. Um, so Virginia actually, Virginia and the lawyer, uh, played by Jason McKenzie, were both repeat offenders. They've both been on SVU before. Did you, did they mention that? Did they give you any tips? Well, it, it's very interesting because, you know, the tone of the show is, it, every tone of every show is so different, right? It's like, it's, this is different from Grimm, different <laughs> any other crime procedural around. And so, uh, and interestingly enough, I, I kept going... When I told people I was doing Law and Order, they were like, you mean you haven't done the show yet? <laughs> yeah. It's like every actor has done that show, especially New York actors. But I mean, and to see people that have been on it twice. So I watched like the pre, I think I, before I left, I watched the previous episode or maybe the episode before that. And my friend Sherry Som was on it. Yeah. And I, I thought, oh my God, this is, and Sherry, she also did it twice. Right. So it's so weird to see them come in and play different characters. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Virginia, I asked her about her previous experience and she said it was when she was very young, mm -hmm. uh, like out of college. And it was literally, she's, she's, she, she was a victim, obviously, like, like, like in this particular, uh, Kelly Giddish also yep. was originally a guest star who was 
all a victim. Yeah. Gone through that too. Um, and which which lawyer are you talking about? Uh, J.C. McKenzie, who played Alex's lawyer. He was previously in an episode called Raw, where he played a Nazi. No, but I know that um, uh, 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 Peter, uh, my lawyer. Yeah. He had also been in a previous episode where he were I, th I I don't know if it was SVU or it might have been another Dick Wolf show. Nope, he Peter uh, Scaravino yeah. was previously uh, in yeah multiple. That's so fascinating. Much. I can't wait to come back ten years from now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited for you to come back. I mean, I look. I know that multiple grim cast members have been in episodes, and so we just need to finish rounding out the grim. I know. Group. I think Bree. Right, Brie has done a couple of SVU, a couple of SVUs. Brie hasn't that? been on SVU. Yeah, wait. She might have been on one of the other Law and Orders. Maybe, maybe, but I think I think it may. You, you would know though. But I know she did something with Bert, with Norberto. And yeah. Norberto's only been doing this. I don't know what he was on before this. It was after Grimm. And I know mm -hmm. she did like two episodes in a row. Oh, no, she, you're right. She totally did two episodes. On a yacht. I, yes, she was. Oh, my goodness. I can't. I was thinking old episodes because I know that Silas did an old, old episode. Well, did he really? Yeah. I didn't know that. But Brie, you're right. Brie did two episodes. Um, she was, it was a uh, Epstein episode. <laughs> and oh. she was, um, what's her face? Epstein's. Yeah. Woman who trafficked I, now, her. now it's coming back. Yeah. I yeah. forgot. Yeah, you're right. Me, Yale, knowing that. You're right. My bad. My mistake. It's okay. It's yeah. okay. It's oh, LA. Man. <laughs> um, oh man. All right. So tell me about this uh this experience in terms of playing such a role that is, I feel, very different than anything we've ever seen you as. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and that's kind of why I did it too. It was, it was one of those things where it's such a roller coaster ride. And normally that happens with these guest stars that are, you know, either like a, a one episode thing or a two episode thing. You get a lot of the meat of the emotion, you know? And I mean, I, you know, even with Grimm, you knew that going in, it was like, you know, the cops are going to be the cops and then the whatever. And then the rest of the people are going to be distraught and going through stuff. So I knew it was, and I always found this particular job to be the hardest, you know, because you have to muster up this entire thing for this one episode. And, but the experience, it was very interesting because our wonderful director, Pratiba Parmar, she's such, you know, she's directing and she directed an independent film that is with all women that's going to be at Tribeca. And she's, she was just really a, a wonderful actor's director, you know, and, I think emotion, it, playing a real, like most of the characters that I play have something about them that distinguishes them from the other characters, right? So on All Rise, I mean, he's kind of a straightforward, hard ass and, and yeah. but a nice guy, you know, grim. I'm like sardonic and sarcastic and, it, you know, it's so many different things um, in this, well, Lincoln Lawyer's coming up, but that's, that's, that's a whole different character. This one, I really tapped into kind of like just my own humanity and that I loved. And, you know, people usually ask me, it's like, what kind of role do you want to play? I just, I just want to play like a married dude. 
you know, with the child. And then here it is with this crazy story. And I thought, but it was, you know what? I was like, it was almost like at the tip of my nerve. It was like so easily accessible for me in terms of um, the emotion because it just felt so real. I think they really, even you know, from Marisha, every single actor on that, on that show, Marishka, Kelly, uh, Ice, he cracked me up every single time uh, off screen all day long. Uh, Peter, I mean, it's, it's so reality based, you know, there's nothing heightened about it. It's very real. And we're just talking and it, it really lends itself to this comfortability. It, they have a very safe set in terms of you kind of having your artistic freedom, you know, and doing what you do. And I think when Pratiba and I communicated and I said, you know, and there are some directors that are like, you know, they really like to get in there first and some that just leave you alone. And I just said for certain scenes, I said, let me just have a couple takes on my own and then we can get in there and, and, and do what we need to do. And I think that that really worked well because I had, I mean, I basically, I'd like to do my homework. So I do my homework basically like I do a play. And so I kind of learn everything that that way it gives me like all this backstory. So getting on there, it was really fun to just like Virginia and I do our entire. That was a rough day because it was like all us on one day going from situation to situation. It just kept getting worse and kept getting worse, you know, and and that's that's a long ass day. But I think that, again, I mean, these actors, not to mention they're like so nice, all of them. I mean, they've been doing it for so long. Right. I mean, it's like. Season it's 23. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, uh, and from the get-go, even Warren Light, you know, on the read-through is just a, 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 a gentleman and a doll and just really um, knows everyone's names and it's just, you know, complimentary and, and all of the above. So it's it was a really great set to be on in regards to you feeling safe enough to really get in there and play pretend. I love that. Um, I want to talk about a very intense scene. It's the scene where you are explaining what happened yeah. to um, Finn, Detective Tutuola, played by ST, and of course, um, Carisi. And this scene where Ice is just staring at you, and he's like, we don't judge. And then the judgiest face I think I've ever seen but um, what was it like in this moment having to tell this story? And how many times did you have to tell the story? This was one of those ones where I asked Pratiba, I said, if you could just let me have some, a couple messy takes, because I want some messy takes. You know, I want some takes where I'm just in there. It didn't take long. I mean, I think with that particular thing, you know, it, we really shot it. And she was like, <laughs> okay. Let's do it one more time and that's it. You're, it's, it's, we have it. I, I think it really, that's, I had so much fun playing pretend. That was the scene that I can count, that I can say in my career that probably, you know, actors are always talking about being in the moment. You know, those are one of those scenes that, that I felt so in the moment. And it was just, uh, I, that was a pleasure. And the thing is, you know, all that takes kind of like all the work in between and before it and whatnot. But when you get there and let go of all that shit <laughs> and just like talk to them, you know, it all just starts pouring out. And these memories that you created in your mind 
begin to become so incredibly real for you. Not to mention those guys are just, it just felt like I was just talking to two guys, you know, and it, that I, it was a highlight, a real highlight. And the thing is we shot that last, last, no, let's say into the last day of the episode shoot. We had done a bunch of things previous and I had four days off like to see a gazillion Broadway shows. And then, and then I came back to do that. And I thought, oh, how do I prepare for this at the beginning of the day? And I just said to myself, I said, don't, I, I, I didn't want to exhaust my emotions. So I just wanted to get off of it and walk around and, and get there and just be balls out for lack of, for lack of a better term, whatever the that best be, term. You know? <laughs> Balls out is literally. <laughs> what a description. <laughs> So yeah, that was fun, Yale. Thanks for pointing that out. I really loved, I really loved that particular experience of that particular show, that scene specifically. Yeah. I also, I so I see, as you know, I'm a big fan of yours. I see all of your yeah. stuff, and so to see this character, um, it feels like something. Again, it feels like something I've never gotten to see you play, and to really have you, um, you know. Cause we're so used to grim and where yeah. you are the, the sassy, you were sassy woo. And where we had, yeah. <laughs> you know, on all rise where you're a, not a stick in the mud, but the stick in the mud. And yeah. so it's yeah. really delightful to see you. And I weird to say delightful for such an awkward encounter, but delightful to see you reveal that story. That's so nice. To, it really is nice to hear because oftentimes it's like, you know, you you play these characters and you have you think there has to be something extra, you know, to to make it different or whatever. And to just I think we're all different, you know, and our humanity is different. And 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 but there are so many experiences in there. So if I think you let that out, it it, it became the one thing where I was like, wow, I can. I just feel like I'm me talking about this thing and it happened to me. That's why I think the experience was so profound for me. You know, so for you to say it felt like a different character and I think that that's, I mean, thank you. Cause it's, it really is like one of those things where it's like, I think we have access, especially as an actor, right? You have access to all these different characters but the essential ingredient that makes them different is you, you know? And what you do to playing a quote unquote bad guy or who you are in that and who you are in this and who you are in a cop that's sardonic and, you know, I mean, I swear to God, after Grimm, I could I could not stop being sarcastic to every person on the face of the planet. I was like, stop it. Stop it. You're hurting people's feelings. Stop it. <laughs> um, it's interesting because, you know, not to keep comparing it to Grimm, but I, as as I'm sure you're aware, there's a very popular trope in TV about having uh, asexual Asians. And I think that Wu, one of the biggest upsets to the fans was that he never got yeah. any sort of relationship um mm. and this character what an opposite definitely hey. not asexual i mean hey let's go everywhere <laughs> you know i mean it's it's uh yeah absolutely i think that that's that is a huge thing and i think we're you know we're slowly breaking out of that mold of of this whole asexual theme in terms of asian characters it first of all I don't think this true story, this, he was not Asian in, in no. the actual true story. So I, I appreciated that they went this direction, you know, and 
interestingly enough, when I saw my wife, I automatically thought she was age, Asian. And then I, I, I heard who was going to play her. And I was like, oh, that's cool. That's yeah. different. You know, and Isabella is Hoppe. So it, it was really nice for that to happen. But yeah, this, to have those feelings surface that you don't get to access much as a person of color, especially as an Asian person in television, playing those particular roles was really nice because that's so much a part of our humanity, you know, and whether you're talking about sex or not talking about sex or whether you're whatever, it's just part of you. So for that to be mentioned and, and yeah, I always wanted a love interest in Grimm, always. Yeah, <laughs> it, it didn't make any sense that Wu never got one. Yeah, maybe in season seven. <laughs> Great. So seven seasons, sure. All right. Um, I, I also I want to talk about the writing on this because you know on yesterday on our uh, recap episode where we discussed the episode in full, we uh, we like to bring out our favorite lines, and my co-host Taylor says that all of her favorite lines were Paul lines, and she absolutely wow. loved all of your lines. Um, did you have a particular line that really stuck out to you that you either loved saying or struggled with or anything like that? Oh my God. There were so many lines. I can't even, <laughs> it was like, I was like, um, you know, I think, I think the, the it, it just emotionally, uh, because of who I had envisioned in this particular, it was, it was interesting because I, I have a niece who was, who was 15 and she means the world to me. And so, it, you know, there was a part where I go into my daughter's bedroom and I start telling uh, uh, Tuola about this whole thing. A lot of that, we, that was this, that was the scene where we kind of had to find the tone of the show because at first it felt so emotional and I had to pull it back because it was like just the start. I think not lines, but I think in terms of finding that particular realm where it was just confusion and whatnot, it was really hard to pull back on that one, you know, cause I really felt so much about what was going on uh, in that particular scene that I just wanted to just cry at every drop of the hat, you know? So it's, it would, that was, that was the only one, but I mean, I, again, I, the, the part, the part that I think in the, in describing this to uh, Peter and to Ice-T's character after the courthouse, um, there, there was a line where I, I got choked up every single freaking time. And I, it was just about, because it became about, you know, almost like coming out and not coming out and how do I do this? And is this really a part of me? And it, and, and did I have an experience with this guy and what do I feel about my wife and all that stuff? I think those two moments kind of in terms of lines and things that really brought things about in me were the two most pivotal moments for me. Oh yeah. Um, can I ask as Reggie, yeah. do you think that the way the Lees handled this uh, was right? Like in the end, the way that they dealt Ooh. with everything? 
I mean, damn, I don't think I'd let like my daughter or my niece go away for over a week to like, and not have any contact sure. with them, regardless of whether, you know, their cell phone is out of range or whatever. It would just be too much. So for me, it was like, okay. And then we kept laughing because it was, it was, um, I think at the very end, it was like Marishka and, and Peter and myself and Virginia. And we were coming back in saying, you know, we're going to work this. Or Virginia would say, we're going to work this out together, yeah. work on our marriage. And Marishka, she kept going, it's not happening. <laughs> it's not going to happen. This is just not going to work. <laughs> really? You guys need to. You know, and it was just like, oh, man, that's a lot of shit to handle right there. And it was delicious. You know, it was just so good. But it was and, and that, that, too, it was like, you know, after these truths come out, it's like, oh, God, how do we be in this office together trying to make this work out after all that? But, um, yeah, the one thing is just I am such I am, you know, I was raised by very overprotective parents. And I'm trying to be less overprotective, especially my nieces, you know, let them do their thing because I'm so like uh, in there. But that's one thing where I'd be like, oh, no, I mean, I have to like I'd have to be in range of some kind of cellular device or something, you know, so that I can contact you. But I think that the way so crazy now now it's all coming back to me how how they. You know, Virginia's walk with Isabella and talking it out about right. going to Maryland and the whole thing. It's almost like, my God, we are literally lying to our daughter about all this stuff for her to so that we can keep her here. You know, I, I but but then again, it's it's the thing where it's like, I'm listen, I'm not a parent, so I can see where it's like, where is that line of allowing and letting them uh, letting them blossom into this human being and that part where it's like you got to be a parent man you got to take it back and say no this is we cannot do this and the thing is i didn't know about all these laws in new york that's right i mean you can't at, there's a certain age i think it's like 15 or 14 where you can't with the rape kit mm -hmm. and I, I was finding all that out and it was like wow i mean that's crazy so Listen, if I were in that particular position, I think that's the best decision to come to in terms of being a parent is what they did. I think they handled that part. I, I think I would have done the same thing, Ugh. but it's a tough decision. Do you, would you? So in the end, uh, Paul and Claire were going to raise the baby as their own. Yeah. Remember their other child, the one that started this whole story? Where is he? <laughs> we haven't seen him since Where's the, our boy? Where since is the beginning boy? of the episode, but sure, we're going to let you raise this baby? I know. You know, that's the that's interesting that you asked that because I never really thought about that. Did you, did you ever get to interact with the child who played the son? I never even got to interact with the child that played my daughter. So... <laughs> <laughs> it was just Virginia. So, you know, it was, it, I met her, you know, I met her, uh, but that was, that was basically it. So um, no, 
No, <laughs> none of the above. I mean, I was always like, you know, it's it's very interesting what you can capture in in it, it essentially is what forty four minutes of television. Yeah, you know, barring all the commercials and all the stuff that you have to put in there, and they are one of those shows which is really I appreciate because um, sometimes shows do like sixty eight pages, <laughs> and then it's like you know who knows if you're going to make it into the show or not. It, they literally do like here's forty five, forty six pages max, and in it, they know their shit. I mean, it's it's so well done. I think that if they would have had time, I think they would have addressed that portion. You know? Yeah. Well, where was that? We were just trying to get our daughter home. Just, you know, try to try, try to get this guy out of her life. Wow. Um, I Daryl in the chat says that's COVID for you about you not getting to interact with the kids. <laughs> exactly. 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 And, you know, I mean, it was strict. Thank God all these people have strict COVID protocol. And yeah, I mean, even once you get in there, you know, they have someone checking your wristbands. They have every, everywhere all over the place. We were wearing masks. We were all of the above. It was like, how do I keep from getting these marks on my, I, the entire COVID era was like about getting the marks off of your face <laughs> once you started shooting, you know? So um, even though you were in a bubble because, you know, people do get sick. So it's, it's crazy. But yeah, I mean, I wish I would have had more interaction, but I think that they did a really good job in including the things that were momentous for this particular story. Yeah. Have you, since since no, reading the script, have you watched the documentary Abducted in Plain Sight? No. What is it called? Abducted, Abducted in, Plain in Plain Sight. Oh, girl. I need to watch that. It's I, I didn't know there was a documentary on it. Oh, I'm really? so excited for you. Oh, dude. Really? Oh, wait. What is it called again? Abducted, Abducted in Plain in Sight. Insight. Okay. I'm put that down right now. <laughs> okay, ask <laughs> love it. More questions. Um, um, if there anyone who's watching live in the chat wants to uh, give some questions, we are open to hearing them. Um, I also want to give some shout outs. We have people in the chat. Uh, Daryl is here. Aaliyah is here watching live. Uh, oh. Anyone who's not watching live, you missed it. Your chance. <laughs> um, yeah, I really look. I, as everyone knows, I love SVU, um, but I love you and I love seeing you on Aww. SVU. Well, it's good to have a little reunion with you. When I got your email, I was like, yeah, of course. Aww. Of course. Um, Anything. If you, if you got to be back on SVU, what would you want to play now that you've played, I guess, Ooh. a victim? Ooh. I mean, you know what? I love, I, I loved playing an attorney. I really did. I mean, there's something akin to, you know, being an actor when you're up there and you're, you're I mean, it is tough, man. All that legal lingo, I felt for those. <laughs> I said, I, while I was sitting in the peanut gallery of that trial, these two guys with the breadth of dialogue that they had to do and the legalese, I felt for them. You go, because I've been there before. I was like, oh, I've been there. <laughs> I have been there with all that stuff. And it's hard. You know, there are people that make it look really simple. And they did. Peter's great. I love, I love Peter's character. I, I, I love that. I think I would, I think I'd want to play an attorney. But like, like him, it's like I'd want an attorney with some kind of personal life. Mm. You know, that you see the, the whole picture of everything. Mm. Um, yeah. 
I mean, I also love the cop, the cop work, but you know, they would very much confuse me with Wu. So yeah. we'd have to play something different, you know? So uh, in that regard, yeah, an attorney. I feel like, I feel like you're not allowed to play a cop for another like 10 years, just so like we could get out of Wu. <laughs> Can I tell you that the year that I did Grimm, I think I, I was asked to do like a couple scenes in Crazy Stupid Love as a cop. And then I went to London to to England to play a cop in Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> right. And then Grimm, literally one after the other. And it was like, wow, I I I never saw myself as a cop, but cool. I like this. Weren't you a cop in No Ordinary Family before Grimm as well? No. No? I was not a cop. I was actually a scientist that was working with Julie Benz and Autumn Reeser in the office. Right. Okay. <laughs> My mistake. No, it's okay. No, it's okay. But yeah, you know, uh, very interesting coming out of a series that you've done for so long because so long, I mean, here they are at 23 seasons. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing longer than that. I mean, <laughs> come on. And, it, but it is like they, a lot of people only see you and can, can accommodate you in that particular character, mm -hmm. you know, even emotionally, you know, it's like, nope, can't see you as that. Got to see you as that, you know, and there are still people that are so attached to Grimm and all of the above that I, I love that though. You know, it just really shows that they care about that particular thing. And it's tough sometimes to move on and, and go, that's, I need to explore a different life <laughs> aside from Wu and his cats. Oh, <laughs> Woo, and his cats and his donuts. Oh, man. And the donuts. Oh, wait. Wait till you see this character I play on Lincoln Lawyer. It's it, This person does not like donuts. <laughs> I, I guarantee that. Um, I'm very excited. What else uh, What else can we look forward to? All Rise is returning on a new network. Yeah, I'm so happy for that. They are, yeah, they're uh, in the middle of filming now. And yeah, you know, I keep in touch with the kids. So it's a great group of people and it's really wonderful to see Oprah pick it up. It really deserves a life. And yes. I think it, it will have a really good life on that particular network. So I'm happy for them. And uh, yeah, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, um, Lincoln Lawyer. And then I'm starting to produce and we're already taking this out a, a concept with a Filipino with some grim people attached, uh, a Filipino uh, miniseries that we've, we've started to take out called Concepcion. So we're in, in the wake of all this Joe Coy buzz, we're, we're moving on with trying to get the Filipinos out there and represented. So that's yeah. that I'm really excited about. I mean, I'm also excited about all these other things. Right. So, <laughs> But also it's AAPI month, so. Oh, hey, look at this, perfect. I'm yeah. on your show at the perfect time. Happy you AAPI Heritage Month, everybody. I mean, you are welcome on our show anytime. Oh, well, I, I'm happy to come on anytime. Oh, anytime. I love it. Thank you so much for chatting with us today. Of course. Uh, I am going to let you, uh, if there's social media that you need to plug or anywhere people want to keep in touch with you. Yeah, hit me up. Yeah, tell me if you've seen this chat or, or whatever. I'm at, at Mr. Reggie Lee, M-R-R-E-G-G-I-E-L-E-E, -E -E, both on Instagram and Twitter, and the Twitter. Perfect. Um, I am Yell Teagle. I'm everywhere at Yell Teagle. There's Y-A-E-L-T-Y-G-I-E-L. -E -E we are here live Sundays at uh, 
2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern. So check us out live on Sundays or watch us afterwards on YouTube or on anywhere you listen to podcasts. Yesterday, we did show a clip of the two minutes that were missing from the episode if you didn't watch it live. Um, and then we got flagged. So the episode <laughs> is getting reposted. Um, my bad, everybody. All right. Thank you so much, Reggie. Thanks, everyone Absolutely. who's here live Any with us. Time, yeah. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody.